Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a regularly scheduled meeting of your Canton Zoning Board of Appeals. Tonight be seeing, be, uh, being December 15th, 2022, it is 6 p.m. and we are in the Sala meeting room, second floor of Canton Town Hall. Um, sitting tonight are Mr. J.R. McCourt to my right, to my left, Mr. Mike Corey. Uh, our administrative assistant is Ingrid Hockfield, and my name is Greg Pando. Tonight we have five scheduled hearings, uh, no informals and no continuations for this evening. We do have some other business uh, to do. So without further ado, we will get right into our scheduled hearings. We're going to take the Canton Holdings LLC, Town of Canton, uh, to Rolling Mill Way as our first item on the agenda. On petition of Canton Holdings LLC, Town of Canton, site plan approval, special permit and or variance if necessary are requested in the applicable provisions of the Canton Zoning Bylaws to construct a 300 square foot single story shed for the use of the Paul Revere Heritage Site operators and to construct a single level 1400 square foot patio attached to the Paul Revere Museum in an industrial and Canton Center Economic Opportunity Area C district located at 2 Rolling Mill Way, Canton, Mass. Map 26, Lot 236. The public hearing will be held on Thursday, December 15, 2022 at 6 p.m. in the Sala Meeting Room, second floor Memorial Hall, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Massachusetts. For this being the time and place. I have in my possession a, an application that was received uh, by the Board of Appeals on uh, by the Board of Appeals in the appropriate time period. I have a certified list of abutters prepared by the uh, Canton Board of Assessors indicating that all those entitled to notice under the applicable provisions of Mass General Laws Chapter 40A have been so duly notified. Um, good evening, gentlemen. Trust and Bernie Plant representing Canton Holdings and uh, our Mr. Chairman from the Select Board, John Connolly, on behalf of the town. Thank you. You can our call, John. <laughs> <coughs> so I'm happy to lead in if you'd like, uh, Mr. Let me Chairman. Get um, just did lead away. Yeah. Um, so we're here tonight, uh, Mr. Chairman and members of the board, to seek an amendment. I believe to the September 14th, 2017 site plan and special permit approval that was granted by this board. <clears throat> that special permit and site plan approval um, addressed the uh, Revere Mill in uh, the barn and the bridge going out to Naponsa Street. The improvements that we're going to discuss tonight are located on that lot and really relate to that previously issued special permit. So I'm not too sure how you'll approach this, but that's what we, uh, one suggestion. Uh, and uh, the proposal of this evening is to add uh, to the a barn a 1,400 uh, square foot outside patio and a 300 square foot uh, shed. Mr. Delvecchio will provide details about the use of the uh, patio and the shed. Prior to this hearing, the Planning Board on November 16th, 2022 um, issued a minor modifications to its 2017 approval for the same uh, special permit for the barn and uh, uh, mill uh, conversion relative to the patio and the shed. Last evening, the Conservation Commission determined uh, the addition of the patio and shed would not require a notice of intent and issued a determination of applicability applicability to that effect. I've got copies of both of those with me and I'll, I'll give them to you. Uh, in all uh, respects, the proposed patio and shed comply with the priority revitalization area C overlay district regulations. And uh, just from a structural uh, standpoint, the patio is proposed to be 1,400 square feet. It will extend off the west face of the barn. It'll be cast in place foundation, uh, retaining wall. Um, it'll rise up above, uh, slightly above uh, the height of the first floor. Access to the uh, patio will be by uh, that west-facing door. It'll be at the same grade as the first floor of the barn. <coughs> so it, 
it effectively doubles the square footage of usable space on that first floor of the barn. We'll also have a set of stairs and a handicapped ramp. Um, and uh, from a, uh, from a uh, aesthetic standpoint, the uh, cast-in-place wall will be faced with a thin-set stone similar to the foundation that you see on the barn now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Chairman, the reason why the uh, terrace is um, uh, very desirable and sought by the trust and by the town is that it really provides a great place to integrate the, the common, the outside, with the inside. Um, it will act as a flexible gathering space uh, for group activities and small events. It permits us to put a couple of spotting um, um, periscopes so we can identify, for example, the location where Paul Revere actually lived, his home. Um, it will allow us to add three more interpretive signs. I think if you've been out there, you've seen how nicely that's worked, and these will further, I think, integrate um, issues such as uh, Native American peoples, et cetera, that we haven't yet gotten to. Um, it expands the size, as uh, Bernie just said, of the relatively limited interior space. There are 1,200 square, foot, uh, square feet of usable space inside the, actually each of the three floors, um, and this will allow us to uh, allow for a greater um, uh, use of the, um, of the uh, footprint. It facilitates philanthropic and uh, rental donor and volunteer uh, uh, events. It's visually going to enhance the visitor experience, we think. And it was specifically recommended by the master plan consulting group that looked at our site in 2021. So we're very excited about uh, that piece of it. Happy to talk about the shed now, if you'd like, uh, as well. The shed is relatively um, small. I mean, it's a 14 by 20 foot structure. It'll look like the um, barn, yellow. It's so-called Victorian style. Um, it's about eight feet on the sides. Um, it is uh, something that we vitally need. One of the beauties of this building is that it's an historic structure, 1845. The, the, the downside to having an historic structure is if you want to maintain the historic profile, which we did, you're relatively limited given the limited amount of space inside uh, with storage. So we were accidentally storing things in one of the stairwells. And it was a nice big stairwell. It had a back, side, and the building inspector graciously ad advised us that we couldn't do that, thankfully, uh, because of a fire problem. So we, we moved it out, but there's nowhere now to put it. Um, we need storage for things like display cases, equipment, uh, artifacts, chairs, tables, um, the various children's um, um, accoutrements we use for Heritage Day, tents. So we need a place to store this stuff, but we need to have it relatively close. I mean, we've done a fair amount in the last seven years with respect to rehabilitating the site with the help of Canton Holdings and the town of Canton. Um, but, but we have volunteers, we're all volunteers, and we're in our 60s and 70s, and we're carrying this stuff from the, from the barn over to the storage site. So we can't have it too far away, quite honestly. And the location we've picked is nestled nicely among three trees, it's on an existing walkway. The Conservation Commission thought that it was fine even though it was within a 30-foot uh, no-build zone, so they granted us that, that waiver on that um, because it really fits. It doesn't interfere with the historic sight lines from Revere Street. It lets the building um, maintain its prominence. Uh, so um, even though we could have put it a little closer, we, we preferred allowing the public to see the barn and we'll just walk a little farther to store our, our stuff. But. Um, um, that's about it. We don't want to store things in the open space because we think it detracts from the visitor experience. It shows that you can't use your space if you're using it, valuable re uh, resource for um, s storing tables and chairs. So that's why we need this vital um, um, addition. Okay. So no my, my understanding cut. is that even though you're calling it a shed, it's going to be more of a substantial quality structure. Yes, it is. Um, we've reached out and we did a, a um, procurement process and um, uh, Reed's Ferry uh, is, is the uh, selected vendor and 30-year um, warranty on the structure, um, uh, including the, uh, the shingles. It's, it's well built. I went to their headquarters in New Hampshire and uh, uh, it's a good structure um, and I think it's going to look attractive. And we will not have any windows, we'll have transoms so as to mitigate the likelihood of vandalism. I would point out for your benefit that um, a lot of these shed companies will accommodate you if you want to do a, a concrete slab rather than their 
wood floors that tend to rot out over time. Yeah, we've already arranged. Um, Can Holdings will provide us with the concrete uh, pad. Much better product. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, I think that covers it pretty well. The retaining wall on the patio is that of a decorative nature, so it, uh, it's not raw concrete. It blends in. You're taking care of ADA access through stairs. Uh, I understand the need for the shed. Um, before I open it up to anyone in the hall, Mr. McCourt, any questions? Uh, it's pretty straightforward. The shed's pretty far away from where you guys, you volunteers are going to have to work a little harder. And a little bit more exercise, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I don't have any issue with this project. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. Corey? Yeah, no, I'm fine with it. You know, it's, it's this kind of thing is contemplated for a special permit under 9.839, and I think the applicant more than satisfied the criteria that the uh, the benefit would far outweigh any detriment. I'm, in fact, I don't see a detriment. Thank you, sir. Is there anyone in the hall would like to comment with respect to this application? Going once, going twice, seeing none. Uh, before I ask for a motion, Mr. Plant, I, I thought you were you were going to be well back in New Hampshire by now. And <laughs> Well, <laughs> you, still, you still seem to want to just hang around this town. Uh, I know our conversations in the past have not been to that uh, end, but uh, right. here, here you are. Well, uh, thankfully, the uh, uh, select board uh, saw the logic in, in changing um, a commercial use along Revere Street to residential use, and along with that came some further improvements that we've committed to make in and around uh, the Revere Park. And uh, we'll, be we'll be back before you again here shortly on a couple of, a couple of those other exactions, as I call them. I mean, we'll point out you're a much younger man when we first started. <laughs> <laughs> as were we all. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. All right, seeing, uh, seeing no discussion, uh, I would entertain a motion for a modification of site plan. Mr. Chairman, on the, um, on the motion, uh, Mr. Plant um, specifically said we could do an amendment to the existing special permit yep. for the um, patio. I think that was well advised, and I think that's what we should do. Mm -hmm. On the shed, I think uh, it would we just do a minor modification of site plan and add the shed? Well, I do it as a modification of site plan. Uh, we don't have to do minor since we're No, but it's a minor modification for shed, or should we? Because they're two separate items here. Or do you want to combine them as one? Well, I, I think that uh, we're going to issue two things. We do a modification of site plan for the shed. Okay. And modification of special permit uh, for the outside patio. All under 9.8. Yeah. 8.38. Okay. But actually, both both the patio also affects the site plan, so it's a minor mo yeah. it's a, it's it's a, a modification, modification of the site okay. plan. Yeah. I want to avoid minor. Yeah. Minor leads us into we didn't have to have a hearing. Well, I'm just saying for the uh, shed. That was right. what I was trying okay. to do appropriate. Your pleasure. That's good. Okay, got your comment. Mr. Chairman, on petition of Canton Holdings, LLC, Town of Canton, um, to Rolling Mill Way, I make a motion that under section 9.8.38, we make a, a, a modification to the existing site plan so that we can construct a, a patio to the existing museum as per plan A1 received uh, dated October 11, 2022 by Wills Whitaker Architecture. And we also make a, um, Modification of site plan for a 14 by, is it 14 by 20 or 16 Yes, by 14 by 20. By 14 by 20 shed denoted on um, C1.00 dated 10-27-2002, showing the location as to where the shed is to be placed. Did, so did we also add a um, uh, reserve the right to modify or amend? We reserve the right to modify and amend at the same. So moved. Seconded. Motion has been made and seconded. All those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 aye unanimous. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. The, the, um, the uh, decision to uh, retain the right to modify or amend, if there's a little, little mention that needs to be changed, we can do that informally without having to refile for another. 
Very good, gentlemen. Thank Merry you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Connolly. I appreciate it. You're looking well, sir. I like your tie. If I'd listened to my wife, I would have put would have put my own Christmas tie on, but uh, I don't listen to my wife, and shame on me. Thank you, sir. I don't I don't know what they are. Uh, I don't know. It's a silent night. I don't know. Silent night. There we go. Yeah. Oh no. No. <laughs> Thank you. Have a Thanks a lot. You Entirely too. Well. Thank you. Take care. All right. Uh, second item on the agenda uh, is that of Canton Auto Group Inc. Um, A10 Eddie Mateau, 652 Washington Street. You just told me something different. I'm sorry. What are we looking? 652 Hazel. You, yeah. ju you just. I know I did. You did it again. Just keeping you on your toes, Mr. Clerk. On um, petition of Canton Auto Group Inc. A A10. Eddie Matteau, site plan approval, special permit and or variance if necessary, are requested under the applicable provisions of the Canton Zoning Bylaws for outside storage for automobiles for sale in a central business district located at 652 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. Map 26, Lot 60. A public hearing will be held on Thursday, December 15, 2022, at 6 p.m. in the Sala Meeting Room, 2nd Floor Memorial Hall, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. I have yeah, this being the time and place. I have in my possession an application completed and received by the Board of Appeals on October 31st, 2022, and a certified list of abutters prepared by the Canton Board of Assessors, indicating that all those entitled to notice under the applicable provisions of Mass General Laws Chapter 40A have been so duly notified. Good evening. Good evening. My name's uh, Attorney E. Pamela Salpoglu, and I'm here with my client, Aiden Mataev, on behalf of Canton Auto Group, LLC. Okay. We're looking for a special permit or a variance, as you stated, uh, Mr. Chairman, for the property located at 652 Washington Street. The property on, on March 29th of this year was granted a Class II used car dealer license by the town of Canton for eight cars. The Registry of Motor Vehicles came to the property, inspected the property, and issued dealer plates for the eight car license. The town of Canton did um, issue on the license for the class two that there would be a six month review period and that would have been uh, September 29th of this year. My client has had no complaints. There have been no issues with any parking, customer complaints, and in fact, they've just issued the new license for December 31st of 2022 for the following year. All right, so we're looking at uh, commercial use. That's correct. And uh, under the central business district. That's correct. And if my memory tells me correctly, this is a uh, specifically uh, written out permitted use, right? Uh, let's see. Sales room for motor vehicles with no repair services except in a garage, right? That's correct. We do know it. And it is permitted as of right. Correct. So what we're here for, therefore, is not the use. That's right. Uh, we're here then for uh, a site plan. Outside parking. Outside For the outside storage of, of uh, goods. Correct. And that is under, Councilor, do you remember what section you looked at? Uh, section 6. And... It talks it on page 19, retail stores. One parking space for each 250 square footage of gross floor. Sorry, what, uh, which page? Page 19. Page 19, 6.11 uh, um, are the parking requirements in all districts. The retail stores would be the applicable. I got a different. Um, I, 6.11. 6.11, I've got a different pagination, page 22 on oh, ours, okay. okay. 
It's one parking space for each 250. Yep. That's for cust for customer parking. For customer parking. And you have Presently we have 8 cars that are offered for sale. We have 13 parking spots. Okay, that's what I was getting at. So you have a total of 13. You're going to you need uh, 8 for 8 for sale. Yep. And then the rest would be for parking and employee. That's a total of five. A total of five. Oh, I see. You're putting the six over on the Revere Street side. I see. Seven, eight. One, two, three, four. All right. I guess my only concern um, that I, I would point out to you is that um, I find it usually with, with automobiles, and I'm certainly not going to uh, uh, outside storage of, of goods for sale, but with automobiles uh, we've have in the past, and I'm not saying that your client is, uh, is so inclined, but we've had difficulty with people trying to put a um, plastic banners or uh, uh, inflatable uh, <laughs> right. people flying all over the place yes. and neon lights and stuff and we've had uh, at various locations we've had to had uh, inspectional services go down and either fine or, or force people to remove over and over again right. um, these types of uh, distractions which are sort of unbecoming. I can see certainly a sign on the window indicating the the year the model of the car is appropriate, a sticker on the window advertising the price. I'd hope we not take too much white soap and put big prices all over it. Try to keep it a little, uh, keep it a little more respectful downtown. Yes, uh, um, we, we, would, uh, we already stipulated to those uh, stipulations as part of the used car dealer sure. license issued that we wouldn't have neon right. lights or flags or, or anything like that. Yeah. And I did um, attach to the application pictures of the car, so you can see that he ha he doesn't have anything that would be offensive or. I think you already problem. have the um, uh, the use the permitted use by uh, the the board. I think you were granted in hours of operation. So this is specifically just for the outside storage. That's correct. Okay. Uh, well, I'm looking at that a little further, Mr. McCourt. If you would like to. Uh, uh, Mr. Chairman, I've been by that site almost every day since it's been in operation. I also you, watch the select board meeting on petitions requests. Uh, right now, if you went down there, it's quite organized. They uh, modified the building a bit uh, with the vinyl siding that we had in front of us here about a year ago. Yes. But they've kept the property good. It's neat and orderly. Um, I have no problem with granting this uh, special permit for the parking. Uh, with the right to amend and modify it if it got out of hand. Right. Thank you, Mr. I agree. Court. I think the, the site is really cleaned up nicely. And right. It's great. Yeah. Um, we support it. Yeah, I agree that it's been a good upgrade. Is there anyone in the hall that would like to speak with respect to this petition? Yes, if you if you want to. Oh, uh, I know you need to. You need to, Helen. You did. Unfortunately, you need to let everybody at home see your, see your face and uh, remind us who you are. Helen McDowell, 621 Elm Street, owner of Helen Hairstyling, across the street from this property. And I'm just as curious as to where people go to get their car serviced, because I bought a used car, and sometimes you need to go to get it serviced. Is there a place that you use or have? Sure, Matt's Garage and Randolph. Where I go and no. <laughs> oh, <him. laughs> go to the zoning board for recommendations. Um, uh, he charges me the same as everyone else. Uh, I'll find out. Uh, that's that's an interesting question. I don't, you know, it, it isn't germane to your permit, but do um, you have relationships with uh, other nearby repair places? Uh, yes, we do. I, I, we do have a repair shop that we send our vehicles in Newton. I, I do own another dealership in Newton. Here in Canton, we, do, we use a Steve's garage down the street, the uh -huh. gas station. 
uh, Steve Tabarjian is, is, is the one who is. That was probably the rear parking lot off Revere Court, which is uh, well, it's different. Well, it goes to Adams parking lot right. and into his private yeah. residence. Uh, no, but uh, that's, that's different from his uh, parking different. lot, Helen. Yeah, I know. I just yeah. wanted to. No, well, uh, Adam used to. Actually, the two of you, I'd like to remind you all questions go through the chair, oh, so there's no really direct contact box. between. I have to get to it yeah. Okay. Um, so if you have a question, I, you ask me, and I will ask the applicant's attorney and then they will respond to me and I'll respond okay. to you. That's I didn't know whether Adam changed the way he uses his road to the back parking lot because of the car dealership. I see. Uh, actually d the Adam's use of, of his property is not has no bearing on the this. on this specific area okay. of the lot. All right. You're welcome. Thank you Mr. Chairman. Is there anyone else that uh, wishes to uh, speak with respect to this petition? Um, hearing none, Mr. McCourt. Mr. Chairman, on petition of Canton Auto Group, Inc., Etna Eddie Mato. Matai. Matai. Um, 652 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. I make a motion that we issue a special permit for the outside storage of up to eight vehicles uh, for sale um, as per site plan that has been sketched out and added to site plan by, who did this one? I don't have the, the site plan. What's the name of this site plan? Hold on one second. There's two site plans. One's an addition to this, is like a sketch on this site plan. Make it an exhibit, sir. By, yeah, let's do NV5, which will be our exhibit, exhibit A, and the rendering with it, exhibit B. So moved. Uh, and the right to uh, and the right to amend and modify. Is there a right to amend and modify? Thank Motion you. has been made. Seconded. And seconded. All those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Unanimous. Thank you very much. Uh, Councillor, if you would be so inclined as to uh, offer a potential uh, a decision okay. um, for our review, uh, we would uh, most appreciate that. And uh, you can contact the building department. Uh, they can give you a uh, a uh, sample copy, uh, if you so, if you so wish. Very well. Thank or you so much. Or if not, much. that's all right. Also. Okay. All right. Ça marche. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Great. Thank you. Merry Happy Christmas year. and happy, happy holidays. holidays. Thank you. All right. Um, where are we, Mr. McCourt? Dan Road. Yes, sir. Uh, next uh, item on the agenda is that of thirty Dan. Property Dan Road, property owner LLC, 30 Dan Road. A petition of 30 Dan property owner LLC. Interesting name. Modification of site plan approval, special permit, and or variance if necessary. I requested under the applicable provisions of the Canton Zoning Bylaws to construct a penthouse for mechanical equipment approximately 21,440 square feet and 18 feet in height on the existing commercial building in a limited industrial B district located at 30 Dan Road, Canton, Mass, Map 76, Lot 15. Public hearing will be held on Thursday, December 15th, 2022 at 6 p.m. in the Sala Meeting Room, second floor Memorial Hall, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Mass, this being the time and place. I have in my possession an application received by the board uh, on November 16th, 2022, uh, that is in order. And I also have a certified list of abutters prepared by the Canton Board of Assessors indicating that all those entitled to notice under the applicable provisions of Mass General Laws Chapter 40A have been so duly notified. Good evening, uh, uh, Councillor and uh, County Commissioner, Mr. Stady. Good evening, Mr. Uh, Chairman. Pleasure to see you. Always a pleasure to see you and the board. Happy holidays to you all. And um, you as well. It's your pleasure, sir. Sort of like a, a deja vu with this petition, because you recall, I think maybe 
two of you sat, maybe all three, but we were back here, I think in the fall, early fall, and got a minor modification on 30 Dan Road. Correct. And then previous to that, under previous ownership, we actually approved modifications of the site plan before it had changed owners. So this evening, uh, with me tonight is our very fine, capable engineer, Jesse Aguar from High Point Engineering. Uh, they're now in Dedham. They've left Canton, but don't hold that against them. <laughs> uh, with me is Brooke Duskin, who's the uh, point person for Jumbo Capital. 30 Dan Property. 30 Dan Property. <laughs> All right, sorry, 30 Dan Property. And uh, behind me is this good-looking fellow, Sean Crane, who's from IPS. He's the architect that will kind of get you through the reference, the, uh, the highlights. Well, uh, uh, you didn't have any influence on uh, High Point leaving the fine town of Canton and moving to our county seat, did you? No, because Denham sometimes alleges that they're the, co the capital of the county. And there's a fight between Denham and Quincy. Although Canton claims we've got three, you know, we have the DA and we have the probate, but I digress. All right. So we're, we're doing our best to say Canton's the seat of government. Anyway, uh, it's good to be here tonight. We, I'm going to reserve holding and submitting my formal memorandum, as I normally do, because we are planning to visit the planning board. Well, that was the first thing I was going to ask you. Right. Okay. So normally I would have it. As you know, it's in draft form, but when we come back in January, hopefully, we will have that ready for you and present it all. Yeah. As, as you've known in the past, I, if you are going on, on a um, formal submission like this to the planning board for their recommendations. Yes. Uh, we initially like an overview, right? Uh, just to give us an idea of where you're going, what you're trying to do, and then we basically continue uh, pending the planning board recommendations and, uh, and then getting into your uh, formal brief. It sounds like a great plan and I'm going to be on the same wavelength as you. Thank so you. my remarks will be right to the point. Uh, just going to give you an overview, but I want to introduce the team so you'll know who they are. And uh, basically the key point of what we need here. So this is an existing building. Uh, this is not more as like the final phase of the three-step process on 30 Dan Road. Uh, I don't know if there'll be any more later on. You never know. But this is basically, I think, it. And what they're looking here for is the relief specifically for what's called a, a penthouse uh, structure that will go on top of the roof. Uh, this structure will encapsulate or enclose uh, the equipment, the electrical equipment, uh, you know, the ventilation system things of that nature. It's necessary uh, to have an 18-foot um, structure, if I will, uh, because it's going to accommodate future mechanical devices. That's our reasoning behind it. Otherwise, we could have done the 15, and we wouldn't even be here tonight. But then I wouldn't get to see you, and that's not good. So basically, <laughs> we need the 18. We Basically, the bylaw, Mr. Chairman and members of the board, specifically, you should be looking at, and again, for the overview, we're looking for relief from Section 4.3.3. That bylaw, basically, in, in a nutshell, without reading it all, deals with structures that deal with that are not for human occupancy. Obviously, this is not. This is not going to be human occupancy. Uh, basically, the structure is only allowed to be 15 feet. We're going with 18 for the reason stated. So we need a three-foot variance. Sure. I look for see if we get special permit because I know sometimes the board struggles with variances. But I feel that the benefit, and I'll make my argument more formally, will outweigh the detriment. And you know, obviously, hopefully, we'll move forward. But that's the reason for that. Uh, essentially, the rest of it, there shouldn't be too much. And I, if you'd allow me, I'll let Jesse take you through quickly and then the architect. But minimal, minimal if any changes at all on site plan. We tried to down, downplay that. It's more or less on the building and more or less focused on that. My question to you tonight, and I know this is you know, our first run, is I think in reading the bylaw, we might also need relief from section 4.3.4. Uh, because in the bylaw, it states that no building may exceed in this district here, which is a limited industrial district, 52 feet. If you add the existing building uh, with the proposed 18, I think we're in the area of 58, 57 feet. So we might need relief on that. Whereas we did advertise for a variance, I don't think another hearing is necessary. I hope you would agree with that, but that's been past practice, where the variance is the broadest and the most uh, encompassing advertising. I think we could add that to our request. Fair enough? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so uh, basically we're looking for relief. And I would entertain responses on that, but I'm, we're looking for at least one special permit for the relief, uh, uh, the variance, I'm sorry, and maybe two. And then, of course, modification of the site plan. That's the site plan. I think it would probably be um, uh, wise belts and suspenders to go for the height as well, uh, just because and you can cover all bases at that okay. point. That's something take, as well. Take any ambiguity out. Well, 4.3.4, very quickly, not to take your time, but does speak about you're able to get additional relief if, if 
you can show setback. Right. So I'd have to consult with the engineer, and I want to do it tonight, take a look at where we are on the setbacks. If we can get around it, we'll do it that way. But if not, we probably would need, I think, a variance for that. Yeah, I think you'll be able to technically discuss that with the planning board's uh, exactly. uh, peer reviewers. So. Exactly. And that's one reason why we're, we're going to be seeing them next month. So with that, if I could politely ask for Jesse to do a quick one over. Absolutely. And then turn our architect over, and then we'll be wrapping up. Jesse. You need the mic. You need the microphone. There you go. Okay. That's for our uh, 80 million viewers at home. <laughs> um, doesn't necessarily. Uh, yep. It doesn't broadcast in the hall, but it's for the home. Uh, it's for the viewers. Okay. Well, right. Yes. Uh, my name is Jesse Aguilar. Uh, High Point Engineering, based in Dedham, formerly Canton. Uh, that wasn't my specific choice. Uh, however. Um, here is the uh, the proposed site plan. This is currently under construction, um, and um, it is um, you know it's subject to uh, to an order of conditions, which is which is active uh, for the site. Uh, the overall site plan remains largely the same. Uh, the parking provision remains the same. The stormwater management design, uh, the the water design, as well as the sewer design, are the same. Um, Due to the advancement of the building to a construction level of uh, detail and programming, there's been minor reconfiguration of the utility equipment in the in the outdoor utility yard, which was uh, part of the previously approved site plan. Um, so the um, the mechanical penthouse on the rooftop comprises uh, about twenty one thousand four hundred and forty square feet uh, as represented in this uh, in this purple crosshatched area on the roof of the proposed building addition. Um, and in the interest of keeping things brief, um, I'd like to turn it over to uh, to Sean Crane, uh, the project architect, to uh, to discuss the uh, the particulars of the penthouse. I have some architectural boards, uh, some of which were included in the uh, in the submission that's in front of you tonight. Um. I'm Sean Crane with IPS. So basically, we're planning for a future Vermont or Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> um, we're, we're planning for a future penthouse in the event that it's needed. Base use of the building for the future is potential pharmaceutical manufacturing or research, which that's going to entail some specialized mechanical equipment, filters, air handling units, things of that nature. Um, as Jesse had mentioned before, it is 21,440. Um, playing by the building code rules, I have to make sure I'm no more than a third of the roof area, which being 21,000 and change, I'm fully compliant with the building code on this area. And in some of the unique features with our plan, planning for some future pharmaceutical manufacturing, we have some very long structural bays in here. So once we get up to the penthouse, trying to span over that for both a floor and a roof with my long spans and my structural depth is gonna start to increase. So to still accommodate that um, space for the mechanical use, that's what's driving us to this 18 feet. It, uh, just to not to interrupt, but is that an um, enclosed penthouse or is it just a screen? Fully enclosed penthouse. Fully enclosed. Um, okay. Multiple benefits for doing that as we start doing some of this pharmaceutical work, the cost of the equipment gets extremely high. It's much better to protect it. Plus, the added benefit of having it within an enclosed penthouse is to mitigate any additional noise within within that um, room using the equipment. So. Once we kind of contain it um, within an insulated, it'll be an insulated metal panel structure similar to our addition. So once we enclose it within that insulated um, enclosure, that further helps keep a lot of that noise within that space. Um, looking at some of the additions, so we're only looking to keep the, um, the penthouse, which would be over um, the area we're trying to identify as pharmaceutical manufacturing. So keeping it to an 18 feet um, height within here, we kind of identify some of the column lines that were going on. Oops. 
So these are just some additional views looking from the south side, which would be from the parking area, and then looking to from the west view, which would be, um, I believe it's Jones Road is the intersection, um, looking at it from that direction. So with the building pushed back as far as it is, and then we're further pushing back the penthouse within the structure to try to minimize it as much as we can. And we did a quick rendering here, um, just kind of showing it kind of ghosted in here of where, you know, the penthouse would be located within the overall mm -hmm. um, mass of the building. This would pull into the side for that. What's this, what, what are you going to put on the sidewall of that? Same type as you did on the building? Um, if needed, as the um, shell of the building is constructed. So the, the, the plan of attack is to get the exterior shell constructed and then as a tenant is identified and that interior fit out um, begins, if a penthouse would be needed, it would be constructed. If it's not needed, oh, it's, it's not going future. to be built. Okay. So it's tip typically it would be like sandwich panel, metal, yeah. Yeah, it's a, you know, Typical insulated metal panel, sure. um, you'll see various buildings. Right. The different colors here, I'm changing the texture of the panels a little bit just sure. to break up the mass so it doesn't look like a shiny metal box. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Could add real quick, just on a brighter note too, is that uh, work has already begun on the inside. Sure. They've begun the work up there, which is a good sign. Um, so this is like, again, to plan it out, make it available to broaden out the market for uh, 30 Dan Road uh, LLC, and that way we can, uh, property owner LLC, and that way we'll get the best thing for can. This is uh, certainly one area of the town that um, uh, in terms of higher and best use, uh, we've had similar on Energy Drive is, is doing a spec uh, a pharmaceutical structure, and uh, uh, we've given them uh, 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 relief for height, the heights are going 50, 60. I mean, we're getting pretty tall. The issue is that this part of town, in order to maximize uh, maximize the, the value of the land and the development of the land, it, it lends itself to uh, higher, higher building heights, uh, stories, et cetera. And I think that as time goes by, you'll, you'll see more and more of that. I would point out that might be helpful to you is in your uh, presentation is that, and I'm sure your architect knows as well, that uh, we have a new uh, IE, uh, elect IEC electro uh, engineer, uh, <laughs> energy conservation, IECC, uh, I think 2021. It's going into effect in January. Uh, right now, we're only residential, but commercial to follow soon. And every time that uh, they, they change the energy efficiency codes, the equipment to produce that efficiency gets much larger. Um, you'll see that uh, compressors just in your home, for example, a compressor for air conditioning, uh, 15, 20 years ago was this big. And today to get the efficiencies, they're twice as big, they're very large. And so that that theory would, um, hold or follow through for um, commercial equipment in a penthouse and need for that space is for uh, the energy efficiencies require larger equipment as well as, as we go into the future. So a tidbit you could throw in. Thank you, appreciate it. No, that's very um, helpful. Any thoughts, Mr. McCourt? Mr. Corey. I'm good as well. Great, well, we'll look forward to seeing you in January. Uh, we have uh, some dates we have the 12th and the 26th. Could we pencil in the 26th? And we could have February 9th or the 23rd. I just want to make sure that you have enough time to, right. to be at the planning board and respond to them and have all that back yeah. and forth. You're right. Um, the Maybe the 9th of February? What yeah, do you maybe think? we'll do that. Let's try. Is that the okay. first meeting? That's uh, the first meeting in February. Right. I think it's safer to do that. I do. That, that gives them we're two not, shots. We're not going to the planning board schedule conflicts a little bit with some other things. I mean, there are a yeah. lot of holiday parties between now and then. <laughs> yes. yeah. But we're not, I think we're targeting February, uh, January 18 to see the planning board. And you're right, to see what concerns they may or may not have and respond, and then we could maybe, Just, just you know, to be safe, rather than yeah, to have you right. come on the, on the 26th, they're not quite ready. You're right. Um, and then have to come back again. So what was the date again? I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman. The 9th? February, February 9th. 
It's amazing. Okay. Great. All right, we shall do it. Thank you, Mr. Stady. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Great to see you. Wish you all the best of the holiday and uh, stay safe. Too. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. The last item of uh, business. Nope. Got two more. Two two items. Royal Street. Um, both in the same general area. Uh, first, we're going to take is Everything's Fine LLC, 100 Royal Street. Uh, special permit to construct and operate a temporary seasonal outdoor rink. I assume ice rink, uh, as opposed to a roller skating rink. Yeah. Uh, on the existing patio. A petition of Everything's Fine LLC, special permit and a variance if necessary are requested on the applicable provisions of the Canton Zoning Bylaws to construct and operate a temporary seasonal outdoor skating rink on the existing patio in a limited industrial district located at 100 Royal Street, Canton, Mass., Map 68, Lot 2. Public hearing will be held on Thursday, December 15, 2022 at 6 p.m. The Sala Meeting Room, second floor, Memorial Hall, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Mass., this being the time and place. I have my possession and application completed um, by the, uh, received by the Board of Appeals um, on November 18th, 2022, and a certified list of voters prepared by the Town of Canton Board of Assessors indicating that all those entitled to notice under the applicable provisions of Mass General Laws Chapter 40A have been so duly notified. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Members of the board, Brian Grossman, Badish and Dewey, on behalf of the applicant, Everything's Fine, LLC. With me is Ryan Shockley from Trillium, um, the VP of Operations. It, we met with the planning board last week to get their recommendation as I started out there. I, you know, one, of the, one of the great things about working with Trillium is their creativity um, and their way to try and find things to activate um, various parts of the property in, in creative uses. And this is one of them. And so. As the board knows, uh, a while back we amended the special permit to increase the size of the concrete patio that, that is out there um, and then to allow the space to be utilized um, you know, throughout, the, throughout the year. And this is just another way to activate that space. And so there's the existing patio that's out there along with the existing seating that is movable. Um, so seating would be removed uh, or moved to make way for the proposed skating rink. Um, the skating rink would be for synthetic ice, so you're right, Mr. Chairman, not, uh, not for roller skating. Um, it would be synthetic ice, so there's no refrigeration. Synthetic ice? Yes. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> no ice ice? Doing real ice would be a lot more involved. <laughs> uh, there's refrigeration and electric, electronic requirements and everything else. Um, so I, I when I you read the know. literature and, and, you, and you look at the videos by the, by the manufacturer, which is Gleiss, um, they, they say it's, you know, it's just as good as, uh, as, as regular ice. I've skated on synthetic ice once, but I'm not a very good skater. So uh, my opinion's not, uh, not, the, not, the, not the best one to go off of because I'm terrible on, on regular or synthetic ice. But, um, in terms of the, you know, the proposal itself, it's, there's no structure really associated with it, right? The, the, sure. the synthetic ice is our tiles, um, and so they're individual tiles that are laid together. Um, and joined together. And then there are boards, they're about, they're 39 inches high. Um, and they are, they're not drilled into the concrete or anything like that. They are a bracket, uh, it's partially under the synthetic ice and has a fin that kind of extends out. Um, and so there's no real structure around it. Um, in, the, in the sketch you have, there are two columns that are shown. I, when I first looked, at, first looked at it, I had to look at it a second time to figure it out. Those columns have nothing to do with the rink. Those are, those are the existing columns for the arbor that's there. Um, and so obviously the arbor's not going to be removed, so they'll work around that. Uh, there will be boards um, around. Both padding around the arbor Well, there'll be boards to avoid, to, to, to keep okay. people from running into those, running into those columns. Okay. Uh, there won't be ice hockey played on this or anything like that. It'll strictly be recreational, skating in a, in a loop. Um, ice skates, it, whether they're hockey skates or figure skates are perfectly appropriate. Okay. Uh, people can bring their own skates. Uh, there will be a small skate rental area, like a 12 by 12 area, so if people want to rent skates. Can they add lighting for the rink? Available. Um, there is, well, there is lighting out there. Will there be additional lighting, Ryan? Uh, no additional lighting. The, all the existing lighting covers the entire area. Okay. So no additional lighting. So the rink will be 71 by 52, um, approximately. Um, 
you said it, it, it's all going to be on the existing patio, so there's no additional site work that needs to be done. It really, it, it comes in, um, so it'll be, it will be set up, and then it can be broken down at the end of the season, um, stored, and then um, the Trillium folks actually will be able to set it up the, the, mm -hmm. the next year. So I, there's, in terms of installation and construction, so to speak, it's a very simple operation. Um, obviously, this is a more robust system because it's being used for commercial purposes, but they do actually have a residential application that people can do at, at their home. Uh, expensive, but um, it you know, can be done at the home, and so you know, individuals um, you know, can, can set it up on their own. It's a very similar product um, to what's being done done commercially. And it will be used during your current hours of operation? Correct. So there's um, no, no additional change necessary for um, I would note we, the, the planning board did recommend a review after a year, um, and certainly something truly I'm happy to, to do. Um, our one concern is kind of given the lead time to order this, um, and uh, we're, we're, I think we're going to meet with the board of selectmen on, on January 10th. I just got that email actually as I was coming here today. Um, it may not be installed this year, and so we would be happy to have that as a condition, um, but would want to come back you know, a, a year from when it was installed. I, I think if we just return, retain the right to modify or amend, that'd be sufficient to uh, to take care of that review process. Yeah, uh, and that's certainly fine with us. As you know, we, we come back annually with the, the major events, um, so sure. there's always an opportunity there um, to address really anything at that mm -hmm. point to at least make sure that we have a kind of a discussion. Thank you. And Mr. McCourt? Um, no plans for the same as DJ out here, or just the acoustical music you have now, right? Which is on the speakers right. that are currently there. Right. Yeah, no, no change to the live entertainment, no change the entertainment. Uh, that was already permitted. And this is just for skating around. There's not going to be hockey games on this thing. No, uh, particularly not with the, the columns in the middle. Beer, beer and ice skates. What could go wrong? Mr. Chairman, I have, uh, other than seeing if anybody else has any issues here, I have no issues with this. Thank you, sir. Mr. Corey? I, I just wanted to clarify, and I may have missed it. What is the season that you're considering having the rink? Um, I mean, it's really the, the winter season. I and mean, we yeah. put a, a really time November, frame around November it, but it'd be November to March. Okay, all right. Roughly. And why, um, I, I love this idea, and why wouldn't you have it since it's not at risk of loss like ice, have it a longer uh, period? You need the you need the area, right? I mean, in the you know, come spring, they're gonna, the, you know, the area for a, you know for okay. for actual right. patio seating and, sure. and yeah. the restaurant and events and things makes sense. But That's great. You yeah. could put a turf down and have hurling. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> spring, put tiers all across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and beer, <laughs> and beer. Yeah. Heavy stones and beer. What could go wrong? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, is there anyone in the hall that would like to uh, comment with respect to this application? Seeing none. Mr. McCourt? Um, how would you like to hand it to uh, amend their existing special permit? Yeah, I, um, probably. I think so. Yeah, because we wrap it in because if this is a seasonal success, when they come in for the annual special permit for special events, we'll add the skating uh the seasonal skating to it as part of it so and do you uh, have the possibly. last recorded decision on that amendment or the, the, no. the, the timing on that might not work as we tend to do the seasonal uh, the, the major events like now okay and the, the ice skating would already the the rink would already be installed like in november you want it as a separate special permit um I mean, you can keep it, it wrapped into this. Uh, and obviously, you said the, you know, the board retains the right to bring it back. And if there's any you know, if issues. It's a, if it's a separate special permit, you can cleave, you can push it in, you push it out, and it's just I, a, a handful. I'm agnostic either way. If that makes it easier, let's do that. Yeah. Why don't we, why don't we do a separate special permit for it? Okay. And reserve the right. And I'm sorry, Mr. Record, you asked a question and I missed it. No, I asked a question. I was in the amendment. It says the prior special permits. Uh, the decisions, there's a whole bunch of them. I was just, it was the last one was the uh, June 9th, 2022. Was that the last decision? Yes. So we could amend that one or you just want to do a special permit? On if you one. so choose to amend the last one, that's fine with me, sir. That would be the last one in the quarter, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'd rather do that. And Very good. This. Mr. Chairman, on petition, everything's fine. LLC, 100 Royal Street. 
I make a motion that we amend the uh, special permit decision number 13-22-MOD SPA SPV dated June 9th, 2022 to include the um, operation of a Canton skating loop um, with the operational hours of, from months of operation, November through March. Uh, the hours of operation, Monday through Thursday, 3 to 9, Friday, 3 to 10 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Sunday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, I would like to put in exhibit uh, A, this Canton Skating Loop proposal, which defines the hours of operations and the exclusion, which are the holiday hours on that. And I would reserve the right uh, to uh, um, amend or modify. or modify this decision. So moved. Motion has been made. Seconded. And seconded. All those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Unanimous. Thank you. We'll, of course, Done. draft that and send, uh, send a draft to the... Uh Excellent. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Remain seated. The last uh, hearing this evening. Of 2023. Evelyn, I, you were too young, but when Johnny Carson would do that, yes. he'd say the last. Yes. Everybody <laughs> have the last. <laughs> clap and cheer. Probably is that when he would do the Creston thing? You pro yes. Yes. Yeah, well, you probably weren't even born then, but oh, yeah, okay. most of most of you people yeah, weren't either. I am only 12, I forgot. Here we go. <laughs> uh, on petition of Everything's Fine, LLC, Tufts Associated Health Maintenance Organization, Inc., special permit and a variance if necessary are requested in the applicable provisions of the Canton Zoning Bylaws to install a freestanding free sign to assist with the traveling public in a limited industrial district located at one at 15, one to five? One to five. One to five, one to five Wellness, Wellness Way. Way, Canton, Mass. Map 68, Lot 3. Public hearing will be held on Thursday, December 15th, 2022, 6 p.m. in the Sala Meeting Room, second floor, Memorial Hall, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. This being the time and place. Uh, permit rec uh, application received by the Board of Appeals, November 18th, 2022. I also have in my possession a certified list of abutters prepared by the Canton Board of Assessors, indicating that all those entitled to notice under the applicable provisions of Mass General Laws, Chapter 48, have been so duly notified. Now, well, I, I, it's my understanding that we're looking for a wayfinding sign. Yes. Right. Uh, so thank you, Mr. Chairman. Just to, again, for the record, Brian Grossman of Badditch and Dewey on behalf of the applicant, Everything's Fine, LLC. Still with me, Brian Chockley, VP of Operations from Trillium. Um, as we talked about, really, when we did the first round of this in 2019, that at some point, a wayfinding sign, the intent was to put one off Royal Street so that people coming from that direction right. um, would know where to turn. Um, with the change in ownership between Spear and, and now, to, now to Tufts and everything else, um, we were finally able to make that happen um, and agree on the location with, uh, with Tufts in terms of the appropriate location. Um, it does need to be separate. They do have some existing signage, obviously, on the property. I think it needs to be separate so that people know where to turn. Yep. Um, and if you actually put it with their existing signage, it would create more confusion because you'd want to mm -hmm. go to where, uh, where Tufts is, you know, the old Reebok building. So. Um, it's been proposed, uh, we think, in an appropriate location. It's on the corner of, uh, you know, of, of Royal and the private way. Um, it is six feet uh, tall by, uh, six feet by four feet by um, half a foot. Uh, it will be internally lit with white light. Uh, it won't be you know, offensively bright. Um, it'll have the, the Trillium flower logo that you can see on the, on the rendering along with the, the word Trillium um, you know, in their trademark letter mark. Um, it's less than 100 square feet. Uh, it's only 24 square feet. Can complies with the 15 foot uh, setback requirements under the zoning bylaw. Um, it's it's modest and appropriate, and we'll let people know where to where to turn so they come that way um, if they're on Royal rather than going all the way to 138 and then wrapping around um, and creating additional traffic on 138. I see. Also, you have the consent of um, consent letter from uh, Tufts Correct. as well. And this is a single-sided, so it's only going west on Royal Street. So as you're coming off Route 138. Okay. 
Uh, Mr. McCourt. Um, this has been the uh, ongoing directional signs down in that site. This is just an added one. Right. Uh, I have no issue with this. Self-explanatory. Thank you, sir. Mr. Corey. I'm fine with it. I think it's actually very helpful. And it'll Thank clear you, up sir. traffic. Is there anyone in the hall that wishes to speak <coughs> with respect to this petition? Seeing none. Um, Mr. McCourt, I'd entertain and a motion. We are going to do this under section 6.3.8.2 and 6.3.9.2. That's the bylaws that you have picked. Or we just do a special permit for it and call it a day. I mean, you're signing just special permit. I'll do it this way, Mr. Chairman. A petition of everything's fine, LLC, Tufts Associated Health Maintenance Organization, one to five Wells Way. I make a motion under the applicable zoning bylaws that we approve a special permit for a self-standing um, sign. Um, denoted location is on plan received by Dennis Cowlock Architect, 714. 2022 with exhibit A as a um, picture denoting such sign in the area and the size and dimension is six foot tall by four foot long by one half foot wide. So moved. You're catching on, Mr. McCourt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, motion has been seconded. Made. Seconded. All those in favor, please say signify by saying aye. Aye. Aye, aye unanimous. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck skating. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays, and we'll probably see you at the end of January for major events. Mm -hmm. Right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, before we have no informals, um, we have continuations on January 12th of Jonathan and Kimberly Rodriguez. Uh, also on January 12th, the Vertex Tower Assets uh, Canton Fishing Game. Uh, we have minutes to approve mr uh, chairman yes sir. we do i make a motion that we approve the minutes of december 1st 2022 motion has been seconded made. seconded to approve the minutes all those in favor please signify by saying aye aye, aye. Uh, approved uh, before we adjourn i just wanted to um, uh, get a uh, um, um, fill my membership in here uh, i sit on the canton mbta communities update uh, uh, the committee is uh, Mr. Duty, Mr. Walsh from the building department, myself, Jim Quigley from the planning board, uh, the uh, housing uh, uh, expert, Kevin Shea, and Gene Manning, our um, temporary town planner. And this was uh, two recent changes to review recent changes to the program made by the Mass Executive Office of Housing. Um, that uh, requires that uh, towns undertake over a period of several years uh, establishment of zones that allow for multifamily housing and identify potential areas in town. Um, this, is, this is not a housing production, this is just uh, uh, the law requires that we identify and provide a zone, an area uh, that would permit multifamily housing um, as a, as a right, but with strict site plan approval and regulations to be promulgated by the town. So uh, what we, um, our target is this, the presentation and rec with recommendations for the action plan. The action plan is required to be submitted uh, by January 31st. And basically the action plan just indicates uh, we had a choice of creating a new zone amending an existing zone, among other things. The committee found that if we were to um, amend the Economic Opportunity District C, which is inclusive of uh, the, uh, the um, new uh, Paul Revere Heritage in that, that those condos in that area, as well as Canton Junction, uh, we're trying to identify an area in and around Jackson Street of that heavily ident uh, industrial area as a potential uh, zone for to comply with this new state law. Um, once we just indicate to the to the state that uh, 
we're looking at amending an existing zone that we have and identifying a potential general area. That's all we're required to do uh, at this point. We're going to, um, and then during the next following year, to get ready for 2024, we're going to promulgate uh, the um, regulations that, that control uh, the densities and site plan approval that, that if a developer were to come along, a minimum acreage that's required to uh, provide this housing, uh, that's going to all happen within the next year. But for right now, it's, it, we just need to meet this milestone uh, in order to uh, uh, comply with the state law and to uh, here again uh, be applicable for future grants of various kinds. Doesn't, it doesn't commit us to anything cast in stone. That would be a town meeting vote in 2024. Uh, that would be a commitment. But until then, we're just uh, participating in the process. And I just wanted to inform you of that. And I'm going to the Board of Selectmen next Tuesday night for a formal presentation that Gene Manning is making. And I just wanted to uh, possibly indicate that the um, Board of Appeals is aware of the process and uh, feels that uh, this step is a reasonable step just in um, accepting that process. So, Thank you, Mr. Chair. I, as one board member, I support the committee's work in trying to figure this all out. All right, great. Yeah, Mr. Chair, would we be, would this board be assisting that committee in drafting regulations? Uh, no, no, okay. not really. Uh, we may, I, I may as a member make suggestions, but it's going right. to fall. It's going to fall more to um, um, Gene Manning to MAPC to help us, and okay. and um, because there's an awful lot that, that has to happen. We need to protect the interests of the town of Canton, the flavor of the town of Canton, and to see if we can do that and still comply with state statute. Right. And if we can accomplish both, it's a win. If we can't accomplish both. Uh, then it doesn't make sense for the town to, uh, to support that. So. Very good. All right. Uh, based on that, uh, I would uh, entertain a motion to adjourn for the evening. Mr. Chairman, I make a motion that we adjourn at 7.08. So moved. Motion is made and seconded to adjourn. All those in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Unanimous. I want to uh, take this opportunity to wish everyone at home and uh, my fellow members uh, here, for me personally, a Merry Christmas to everyone yeah. and to everyone else, uh, a happy holidays uh, for whatever holidays you are uh, celebrating. It is a joyous season. I want you to all be uh, happy, healthy, and we look forward to a, a new year upcoming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night, everyone.